0: We are live.
1: What's going on, folks? Welcome to tonight's episode of the Running Gum Podcast. I'm Jay Peeps.
0: I'm Ace.
1: Ooh, my hair got longer. I like it. That's what... See that? My hair that's, got shorter. That's what that homecoming food will do to you, you know... <laughs> But um, yeah, tonight you know we got a good one for you. Hopefully, everybody's recovering well from their homecoming hangover. If you were in Tallahassee this weekend, if homecoming part two this weekend in Tallahassee with a certain someone coming to town, but they're not bringing their band. Uh, but Ace, you got anything?
0: Um, you know we had a lot of stuff happen in every single uh aspect of the show. Every every segment of the show has something to talk about that it does. is relatively big. One of them has to do with both, uh, segments, but I think we'll talk more about it in the HBCU section because it does relate to where that person is currently and not where he would potentially be going.
1: Exactly. So
0: that's a teaser. So you got to come and watch for – you got to watch to know what we're talking about. But I think you guys can put it together. Um, But, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're going to just be a friend, tell a friend, like, share, subscribe. If you were come. You went to homecoming, hope you'll be safe. you come to the Southern game this week, It's in the Southern, right?
1: It's in Tallahassee this week.
0: Yeah, it's it's in Tallahassee, but it's Southern coming, but they're not bringing the band, you know, so hopefully they have some more discipline and dignity than when they played Perry View and some other teams. But, you know, it's going to be a good episode tonight. Uh, JP, do you got anything last second that popped into your brain, an epiphany?
1: Mm, Let's see. We We got a comment right here. Future Trunks. Oh, that's
0: uh, that's uh, Flash hashtag future. free James. Oh, yeah,
1: Ace, Ace is, is a sad man.
0: man. Oh boy, that means future um, Flash is watching the show right now.
1: Oh, hey, that's more power to them. but yeah, be yeah. sure to leave a comment. You already see that Ace has already done one, or Flash yeah, is already one. done one, or two are future Trunks, technically. So, yeah, as always, with that I-
0: being said,
1: yes, with that, be- if you're
0: watching on Twitter. Hit the bio in the avatar. You go to the p- profile page, hit that link in the bio. You go click Run and Gun episode 12. It says 1, 2, 3. I don't know what the hell is going on there. JP's will have to go and fix it. But episode 12 of the Run and Gun podcast, please hit the link, join on YouTube, and drop in the comment section what you got. But with that being said, JP's got do before I run
1: this intro? No, I'm about to run it right See now. See you on the next side. Yes, sir. <laughs> Oh <laughs> okay, what's going on guys? This is JP. This is the bull. This is JC. This is Fly. This is Jenny Hendries. And, the... and you're listening to And you're listening to And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast. <laughs> So right away, we are going to kick things off with the HBCU aspect of this show. So, as we already know, you know, I feel like we need to talk about this first. As we already know, there have been rumblings. Brian harson has been fired, and we all get that, you know. So what happens now is is Auburn's laid out their, their candidates of who they want. A lot of people, including Dickie V, have already said, you know, you need to throw the entire kitchen sink at Dion and go haul hands on deck for Coach Prime. On the other end, you've got the guys such as you know Lane Kiffin, which I don't know why you would hire Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's having too much fun in Oxford. And then there's also the matter of Hugh Freeze, but I don't think Hugh Freeze is going anywhere. Hugh Freeze just got a four-year extension from Liberty, or no, not Liberty, Lamar. So, no, it, it was Liberty, wasn't it? Oh, gosh.
0: I have no idea. Oh. You got to go check that.
1: Okay, wait, hold on. Let me look it up right now. It was from Liberty. Yeah, he just got a four-year extension from Liberty. Keep Well, not four-year, but he will be in Liberty through 2030. And then you have – People are mentioning you know, Matt Rule as another candidate or Bill O'Brien. If it is Bill O'Brien – then you're not going to hear anything about that being filled until the end of the season. Cause that's how Alabama assistants like to play it, where they take the job towards the end of the season and maybe like during the playoff and during the championship, that's when you find out they're leaving or coaching their last game at Alabama. So because of the HBCU segment, we are going to go ahead and talk about this. You know, what is it going to take for Dion to leave? Hmm. Hmm.
0: You're gonna need um guaranteed full rides for the kids, cause you know the kids coming. Shitter and Shiloh. Uh yeah to make sure you get space for all his boys to come, the coaching staff included. Gotta get the payroll set for that. Mm-hmm. Can not be no uh, tight checkbooks, be a blank check for Dion, his boys, the coaching staff, not the boys, but the players that are probably gonna come with him, the recruits that are coming with him. Uh probably uh five star service all around every day of the week, twenty four seven. Uh, full catering, price statue, um, part ownership of the city.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, should, should we also have someone that can basically wipe his backside, too? Since we're just going on like this. But, I mean, in all seriousness. No, but,
0: no all seriousness, everything beside part ownership of the city is what they need.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then, see, and here's the thing, too. People are always saying, like, you know, Auburn has a history of, you know, making these, like having these racist things going on and stuff where they were like, oh, Bruce Pearl's a racist. And then Tommy Tuberville, who's a senator, actually, surprise, surprise there. I don't know how that happened. He's a MAGA supporter. And then they're like, you really – and then the SEC's only had six black coaches in its history – Auburn's never had an African American head coach, so it's like, do you really think Dion would fit at in Auburn? Mm. Look, here's the thing: schools want to change their narratives all the time. Remember, Florida State never had a black coach before they hired Willie Taggart. It was a failed experiment, but they tried the experiment out. Is it possible Auburn can will go get Dion and go try to interview him? Yeah. Hence why he's never he, – he. I have yet to find an interview where he has said he's fully 100% invested and doesn't plan to leave Jackson State for a very long time.
0: He already created. there's it. a lot of requirements in the checkbox that would have to be checked for him to leave, but it's not like underwalking – it's not a locked situation, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not I mean- like
0: – He got casted in with the concrete. He's not going nowhere. Exactly.
1: Now, the thing is, is, here's the thing. He is going to stay true to his word where he's going to say, we want to dominate, and that's what they're going to plan on doing. And he's going to see to it this year that I think Jackson State finishes undefeated. And so with that being said, he's going to pad his resume up. And from there going to entertain this job because he did say in a in a Twitter space with him and Willie Simmons that he would entertain these types of offers for the sake of his coaching staff who is not paid the way he's paid. And he wants those guys to get paid what they're worth. And mm-hmm. I can would not surprise me for a guy like Tim Brewster to go back to the SEC, go back to the SEC. After having been there with Florida, it wouldn't surprise me for a guy like Mike Zimmer to coach up defensive backs in the SEC. Mike
0: Zimmer's over with Jackson State.
1: Hmm.
0: Mike Zimmer with the from the Vikings. Mike Zimmer.
1: Yes, he
0: is. Oh, rest in peace. His son. His son died the other. Yeah, I know that Sunday. was that was
1: sad and very unfortunate. Uh. Yes. Like guys like the that. Actual what? fraud. Who the hell is this? What is what, what is Flash talking about? I have no idea what he's talking I, about.
0: I assume Andy Dalton.
1: Oh. But um, all in all, I mean, look, if he goes, he goes. You can't really be mad at him. What I want what I'll say is this one last thing I'm gonna say before I move on on this. If he goes, I do not want to see HBCU media slander him because he because he did what he said he was gonna do in a short amount of time. I don't want uh, recognition for them exactly. And I would urge a lot of those kids to not leave if he leaves. Oh, uh, this is what he means. Oh, wait, hold up, Dion. If he leaves Jackson State, oh, see, and that, see, I and I get what you're saying He's trying to call him a fraud, but that's what a lot of people are going to call him. People are going to say, oh, he's a sellout, oh, he's this, oh, he's that.
0: Especially the talk he's been giving to
1: HBCU fans. Oh, oh wait. i keep <laughs> forgetting you have control over this clicker, too. Especially the talk he's been giving to HBCU fans. Yeah, I mean, look, that's what's going to happen, unfortunately. People are going to turn on him if he leaves. I can already see it now. Oh, was Dion just all for show, or was he being serious? That's what someone's article is going to say. Sadly,
0: that is what it is. Mm-hmm.
1: And then you're gonna have someone like who doesn't work for CNN anymore, like like Mister Roland. I need attention, Martin, out here trying to say things like, "Oh, well, he's a sellout. He's an Uncle Tom, or something like that." I can foresee it already. I hope that's not the case, but I can foresee it. Like I said, I mean, I hope he stays. I hope he stays. Hey, hey Flash,
0: if you're watching the show right now, go tell the people in L- uh, Saint Louis to come and join the comment section.
1: Yes, please. Yes.
0: But, yeah, you know, what you're saying with, like, the comments, you know, gonna be, it's like, how he's a sellout, this and that. I mean, you can't hold it to the man. The man gotta take care of himself and his boys. Like, exactly. he did what he gonna do. If he wins Celebration Bowl, he accomplished all he said he's gonna do in fam- uh, Jackson State. He won SWAC, won Celebration, top HBCU school, Um, got College Dame Day to get recognition. You got um, what's it called? Good Morning America at yeah. FAMU. You're, no, you were then getting recognition with Dion building up the program. Then you got bigger talents coming in. You had Travis Hunter come. Even mm. though if he does go Auburn, like solid ninety percent chance Travis Hunter follows him. Uh, that's not to say like if another school tries to not uh, carbon copy the plan that Jackson State did when they brought in Dion. But do something similar with are bringing a guy with a high profile to come in and coach. Who's to say that I can't work? And then you have continue a trend and his legacy keeps on going
1: on. You know what I mean? Exactly. And plus, I mean Dion left he left Jackson State in a better position than what he founded then. But I will say, uh, you know, just enjoy him while he's here now. Cause tomorrow is not promised. Now he has said multiple times he's worried right now about Jackson State. So no, that's all I'm gonna say. Enjoy this that. This will night. be
0: a bigger conversation that be had come January. Yes. January, February time. Yes. Not like especially right now. I don't think he bolts for a job like Auburn but like at eight fifteen on November second. It'll be something that would happen, let's say February thirteenth, hell, twenty twenty three.
1: It'll be before eight day. Before eight day and before signing day. That's, that's do what, days, at, what
0: uh, days those are, but February 13th is my bet.
1: A day is sometime in April. Signing days, I believe, sometime in February. So we'll, we'll know before February.
0: February 13th is Monday. That's my bet.
1: Okay. That'll Sounds probably be
0: also Super Bowl the date right after the Super Bowl. So let I me mean not say yeah. the 13th. I'll say the 20th.
1: Yeah. Now, on to the other part of business here. Um, so... Family basically dominated Arkansas Pine Bluff on homecoming. It was not that great of a showing. And then I will say this, too. Oh, Auburn, Deion Halfback and- would make him ton of money. Dude, oh, my gosh. The Iron Bowl would be sponsored by Aflac. <laughs> the Iron Bowl would be sponsored by Aflac at that point. I mean, hey, I'm all for it. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't know if he's going to leave yet or not. We'll see. Um, but I will say, I I listen to Willie Simmons' show a lot on Monday, on Mondays, and of course Tuesday night because he took his kids trick or treating on Monday night. But the one takeaway I had from it was the fact that he talked about the armchair quarterbacks again. You ain't gonna believe what who who I was sitting around on homecoming with my family? Uh, eighty. No, 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 Not her. Not her. I had uh, sat around a bunch of armchair quarterbacks, and my God. Oh, God. I can see why Willie Simmons addresses that. In- dude,
0: got to get over there. Come on. Stop doing this over there. Come on. Oh
1: my God. I can I see why he addresses it in a lot of his post-game interviews, in a lot of his, like, talks and stuff, because it is a very real thing. I'm just like, my God, dude. Like, can you just, just shut up? Nah,
0: the only thing I actually you criticize is just have Alvin Kamara run a Texas route. That is the only thing I tell coaches to do, and they did it. Yeah. And I don't think I had much to do with it, but I like to say I did. But that's the conversation just, for the NFL.
1: My main thing is look, just be more disciplined. That's my main thing. Just be more disciplined, and you don't have to reinvent hey, the wheel.
0: Hey, fam, you the team looked better this week than they were previous weeks. They well, did. not like this week, but. Saturday.
1: First, it's the first 100, 100 yard rusher in a game by AJ Davis had 102 yards rushing. slack newcomer of the week had 201 yards rushing in the game in total. I'm
0: trying to figure out which one looks better. I think this one.
1: Wow. <laughs> but
0: uh no, but yeah, for the hundred yard rusher, that's that's the main thing you need to see in a team is can they run the ball effectively? And you know, you finally got that this week. That opens up the rest of the game, especially like it's type of offense that they want to run with Musa.
1: Mm-hmm. So he used that, it, legs more this weekend, too. I was very happy to see that.
0: Yeah, that's a conversation I I want to actually bring up in the NFL section. They oh, made me think one,
1: about We'll talk about it. But yeah, I mean, look, it's things like that where I saw, I'm like, Musa's got to keep use- the chains moving. Got to keep the chains moving. Exactly. I'm like, dude, you. I understand, like, the whole thing where you don't like your quarterbacks running because you don't like him to get hit, but all it takes is one good hit. Quarterbacks learn real quick that they need to slide when they need to slide. He needs to learn to take care of himself out there. This, there's a risk and a reward with it. Live by it and die by it. But Justin Moose is a smart quarterback. He knows when to slide. And he's done mm-hmm. that so far. Now, the other thing with it, too, is, is – One thing I will agree with with the armchair quarterbacks that sat behind me is Manigo needs to learn to fight for more jump balls. There needs to be a better emphasis on executing plays when it comes to not having the little dumb mistakes like blocks in the back or holding. Because that game on homecoming should have easily been 38-0. Easily. If not for two Two touchdowns getting called back. <laughs> I will say that much. Now, this is the next one for you. You already know game the they they got to be more motivated
0: coming into this week. You yeah. know they've been rocky the last couple of weeks. Hopefully they come in motivated and make it a good game for both sides. But if they don't come motivated and they just got their bad attitude type mojo going on. It's gonna be a long day for them.
1: I'm gonna break something down for you here, because everybody's saying you know Southern's the third best team in HBC football right now. Southern's wins are against Florida Memorial, who's not recognized by the NCAA. Arkansas Pine Bluff, who, as you already saw this past weekend, they're two and three ball club, or they were two and three ball club at the time. As it stands right now, Arkansas Pine Bluff is two and six. Two. two and six hasn't won a conference game yet. Southern's other win is in an emotionally charged game against Derek Dewey or yeah, Derek Dewey's old team. Curlyview. And then outside of that, they beat Virginia Lynchburg. Never heard of them again. Look, that's one. Two wins against teams that are not recognized by the NCAA. Another win against a team that's two and six right now that has not won a conference game. A pitiful, a really bad team. And then also against Prairie View, who they just played emotionally charged football against because that's Google's old team. So it rings the question of, you know, Southern has beaten teams that are not good. They've been shut out by a bad Texas Southern team. So
0: no, we know how to see if team rolled them, but that was expected.
1: Yeah, so I mean honestly this is a game where family needs to start fast and hit Southern early and often. Don't give Southern the belief that they can play in this game. Oh they beat Alcorn also. Let's check let that did they did they beat Alcorn? Let's see. I'm sorry for taking so long with this. Ugh. Oh. Oh, yeah. I get, look it up. Oh, yeah. They did beat Alcorn. They also did. has oh. Alcorn been a disappointment running.
0: roller coaster.
1: Alcorn's also currently a three and five team that is sitting at two and three in the conference near the bottom, just ahead of Arkansas Pine Blanc and Grambling in the West. Still, nobody impressive. Nobody that impressive. So, I mean, it depends. Like I said, it depends what type of. What Southern team shows up. Oh no. I really don't know. I think if they show up to play like they did against Prairie View and Alcorn, it'll be a close competitive game. But if they show up as the same team that, you know, is not that good, the team that got shut up by Texas Southern, the team that is only good for beating up teams that are not recognized by the NCAA, then – I think Famy cruises to this easily. I think FAMI could still win this game because Willie Simmons expects to be selected for the FCS playoffs, although I think this is still the worst 9-2 and team that is <laughs> out right now. Yeah, yeah, I think. As of now, they looked a little bit better this past weekend. But as of right now, hard for me to kind of say they deserve to go. And I'm just going to give you the bold face truth. Now, with that, we can switch on over and switch gears and move on to the NFL. So tell me more about this uh, running threat that you wish a certain quarterback would do.
0: No, well, okay, so there's two different quarterbacks that this conversation applies to. Number one, uh, you couldn't see it in the first games that he played to start the year. Three? Three before he broke his back? No, he played one game. First game, he broke his back. That's right. He broke his back in like the second or third quarter. Then he had a bad foot, bad ankle. But if you watched him last year with Sean, right? Let's talk about Jameis Winston now. Mm -hmm. What made him good last year was when the ball was like, when the options weren't there, he wouldn't force the ball down the field. He would go and just take off and run for a bunch of yards. Mm -hmm. And you saw it against Tampa the game, he tore his ACL. He was getting, he was killing Tampa on the ground. And, you know, you never got to see it this year because he was hurt and he was moving like a penguin. And mm-hmm. I still think he's partially hurt, but I don't know why the hell they signed Brett Hundley. I assume that's to play with Lamar Jackson on the scout team. not entirely sure on that whole conversation standpoint, but it also applies to Justin Fields where you see him, he's trying to truck guys every other play. And try to carry the Bears, even though the Bears are such a poverty team that are trying to kill them this year. Which I wouldn't be surprised if he gets hurt. You never want to wish a player getting hurt, but I will not be shocked. I say it's a solid 89% chance he gets hurt by the end of this year. Major because that team is that bad on offense. He will try to do too much, and he will get himself hurt. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. And then they'll have a top pick, and they'll draft another quarterback, and he'll be freed.
1: Now I will say I'm very shocked at the fact that the Bears traded for Claypool. Well not even that. I'm shocked that like they shipped off Roquan Smith to Baltimore. He wanted 20 million. For a and linebacker he, that's a lot. That that is but now I feel like he's gone to a much 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 better situation for himself.
0: I, I doubt Baltimore pays him. Uh if Baltimore pays him before that contract gets done with number 8 in Baltimore? Oh, there's a serious You got problem. issues in Baltimore. You got there's major issues problem. if that
1: deal gets done before number 8. After what I've seen from Lamar Jackson these past few years, Lamar Jackson needs to get paid every penny. He needs
0: a blank guaranteed check.
1: Yeah. So I mean, but like,
0: they're not doing it for some reason. I don't know why they gave the nasty man two hundred and thirty guarantees, and they won't give him he that. He doesn't have an agent. That doesn't even matter because agents don't make situations better all the time. <clears throat> Freddie, Freddie Freeman, almost said Freddie Stevenson. Not not friend of the show, Freddie Stevenson. We're talking okay. about Freddie Freeman. He saw what agent did to him. Yeah. Bobby Widener has made a ton of money on his own as his own agent. It's not like it's impossible for him to do it. I think it's more Baltimore just being putting their foot in the ground, not wanting to give him it. Which if they don't pay him, that will be, they only have one franchise tag. And if the contract gets done with Roquan before it does with Lamar. um, uh,
1: there's a I know a work. couple
0: of teams that might go give a house for him
1: now because I
0: I do believe he will request a trade this offseason if he doesn't get paid.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna roll out this number for you: 450 million over ten years. That is the Patrick Mahomes contract.
0: But it's not fully guaranteed, though. It's like 250 if it's guaranteed. Yeah, the the when deal, deal get, with Lamar is the guaranteed money. He wants fully guaranteed. So how much? Like Deshaun say, did.
1: How much would you say of the? How much would you say of the guarantee? Is 240. Right? I think he's
0: better than Deshaun. I could I could
1: I feel that. I feel that. 235,
0: 240, same five years or whatever. That's what it needs to be, but it won't be. And number one in Chicago, if he got into a better situation with a decent head coach, he could he, he would be better than Lamar. He's got the legs of Lamar but and a better arm than Lamar, but he don't have a coach to put him in the situation that Lamar is in. And if you're a team, right, you're going to know Baltimore's not paying them that guaranteed money. So Mm -hmm. if Chicago bottoms out, right, there's going to be a lot of teams with the decision of, all right, well, we're not going to be in a position to grab the top three quarterbacks between Bryce, CJ, and Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker is legit going to go number one at this rate. Yes. If he wins the national championship, Hendon Hooker will go number one, Bryce Young two, and CJ Stroud three depending on the teams and quarterback situation.
1: He's going to win the Heisman, too.
0: Oh, he'll win the Heisman, no doubt. If he beats Georgia, I think he wins Heisman, guaranteed. Yep. If Hendon Hooker wins this week, he wins Heisman. And he's already going to be a top 10 pick. So you have that whole thing. But then you're like, okay, we're going to miss out on this. And there's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks, right? You're going to have that decision of a 230, $240 million guaranteed for a proven commodity and Lamar Jackson who immediately puts you into Super Bowl contention Mm. or if your team that's like okay well we don't have the draft assets to give Baltimore the three first round picks that would take to get him watch would he even go for three I don't even know if he might go for three though because Deshaun had the the guaranteed the whole contract length already which is why he had all that draft capital to go to Houston to get him
1: Deshaun Watson's contract is a fully guaranteed five-year, two hundred thirty million dollars. contract. Yeah,
0: but he remember he had signed that rookie extension deal, and then he asked for the trade, and that whole thing came out. Right. So he had already had years on his contract. It's not like a one-year thing where he has to sign the extension with Lamar. So there's also that part. But if you don't have the draft assets to get Lamar, at that two thirty, then you're like, if Chicago gets top three and they take one of those three guys I just mentioned, you're like. You got a not elite proven Kamani that you have in Lamar, but if you have a good setup, coaching staff and foundation, you're like, you get the guy right here compared to the guy right here and hope the guy can get up to here. That's a situation team need to look at, but if you're a team, say, who would it be? Hell, I don't know about Tampa, but that whole Brady situation, I really wouldn't want to see Lamar in Tampa. I know you would. Tampa has the thing where they can make it work. You see a team like Tampa, who's like, you get Lamar, we're back into this thing already, even though Tampa's offensive line needs to be done, dealt with before they even look at a quarterback. You're like, okay, makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Aaron
0: Rodgers leaves Green Bay. You wouldn't go after Lamar, because I think what Aaron Rodgers is gone at, at, in, Green in Green Bay this year.
1: I in Green Bay. No,
0: I don't think he'll be Green Bay, but I'm trying to think of a team that would go after him. Two, two I think – has secured his spot in Miami. He has. I. <sighs> it's, it's hard. It's, I know there's teams that need it, but it's not coming to my mind because I know teams like Houston, Detroit, and Chicago are going to probably be the top three teams picking this year. And they're all taking qu- those three quarterbacks that I earlier mentioned. I could so see you're it. then like, if Kirk Cousins chokes this year, think about this one, right? Minnesota loaded up. Minnesota yeah. brought in TJ Hawkinson, right? Yeah, you're like Kirk Cousins. If he ends up on a primetime playoff game and he sweats the bed brutally,
1: I love how you said schwets.
0: You know what I meant, but then I stopped myself <laughs> <a> mid sentence.
1: <laughs> I know what you meant. Go ahead. You, you
0: guys get it, but I'm saying it's so like if he does that, Minnesota's got the draft assets. they have all their first round picks, they got yeah. the cap space. Yeah, Lamar, Minnesota is a possibility.
1: Ooh, rewinded the Dante Culpepper days, but 10 times better.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, team Matthew Stafford's going to bottom out this year. Teams like the Rams would easily go give that up for him.
1: Wait, did you see about what Sean McVay said about that?
0: <laughs> he said if Donald, Ramsey – who was it? Donald, Ramsey, and
1: he said, he said I'm Donald not even including Ramsey, Stafford. If the core we've done – he said if they all split, yeah, he's going to retire. Or if they just retire, he's done.
0: But Ramsey and Cup are going to be there for years. Exactly. It's the thing with Donald. I don't know how long Donald goes. I think Donald might be done after this year or next year.
1: I think so, too. I don't think because the Rams are not The Rams aren't winning a Super Bowl again. I don't think that they're, they're mm-hmm.
0: not. That team's got too many issues, and they can't even figure out how to handle their running back. Exactly. Their best running back, they don't have a whole thing with him. Exactly. But I'm just like. Answer. The Rams, they could go after him. Seattle, I keep an eye, but Gino's Gino looks like an MVP somehow, some way,
1: because he fits the system. He's that is true. Pearl has learned to make it work with what he has with Gino. Now, can Gino but, do a consistent years is the thing.
0: That is true, but then you have that you have the 49ers who don't own a first round pick. I would say would love to have a Lamar Jackson, but they don't have the
1: picks. 49ers are gonna to wait to see what Trey Lance looks like after that ACL. You mean the ankle? Or the ankle, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, who else am I think who am I Tennessee? Tennessee can make a run at Lamar.
1: Uh, they got what's his name?
0: They got Malik Wills, but Malik Wills threw the ball ten times. He's gonna need more development.
1: Exactly. And I think that Brian Mike Rabel will he's he's Tennessee banked.
0: got a new stadium coming too in four years, so they better hope Malik is the franchise guy to keep the seats
1: filled. I actually. Um, Titans' original stadium, but I guess it's been around since the 90s. So.
0: Who am I forgetting? I, New Orleans will go after him, but I don't know how New Orleans make that cap situation work. I don't Carolina's know. probably going to be a team drafting one, or
1: they go after they're Will gonna, Anderson and they see got, what Matt Corral's got. They got Matt, Corral, Matt Corral, They're going to give Matt Corral a chance. They got to give Matt Corral a chance. And then, I mean, you've also got uh, yeah, with the Saints. I don't see the Saints throwing that much money. Oh, well, they
0: won after the nasty man. So who knows?
1: But I mean, the thing is, you got to also be able to keep all those assets happy too. The contracts. So I'm, I I don't know. I don't know
0: how the contracts. That's why I say if you're a team who's in financial issues, you go after Justin Fields.
1: Yeah, I, Justin Fields. I could see. I, I
0: I need I need Justin in that situation over that. Like we said last two weeks ago. I'm not going to rephrase myself on that, but you you get the point of there are teams out there who would gladly go give up a house for Lamar Jackson, and there are teams that would want to go after Lamar but can't, and they'll go after Lamar White. So, let's talk about these trades. We've been on this topic for a while.
1: Dude, I'm surprised Bradley Chubb is in Miami. I'm also surprised Calvin Ridley's in Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, two out of the three teams in Florida are going to be feared for the next four years.
1: Well, Jacksonville, the other team in Florida
0: I don't fear for the next four years at all.
1: Jacksonville needs to get their act together before anybody talks about fear.
0: Jacksonville needs to get a center. Jacksonville needs a center.
1: They need a center. They, they need, need a guy
0: to help Trevor Lawrence
1: because he's build, getting beat up. They need to build a defense. They need better well, actually,
0: the thing with, what The thing with Jacksonville is, if you look at their numbers, for some reason, whoever's the number one wide receiver playing the Jaguars gets relatively kept in check. I don't know why or how. Because Shaq Griffin's on IR, so it's not him who's doing it. But for some reason, that number one corner is getting shut out and the other two guys are feasting on them
1: because they probably blanket the coverage and roll it towards that wide receiver one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Whoever's in that, whoever that is in that defensive that defensive meeting room is saying, you know what, we're we're going to win. We'll yeah. Anybody beat us, but him. exactly. So again, you need you need really three good defensive backs and like maybe in two, one star safety, one enforcer at safety. And they got a and that linebacking core for Jacksonville, is, in my opinion, is not what it was with Talvin Smith and Miles uh,
0: Jack.
1: Yeah, man. Hey, Devin
0: Lloyd is pretty good though.
1: He's good, but he needs someone him and uh he need a, a running a, mate. Him and Chase Hall need running mates. They do. And they need an enforcer on that defensive front, on that D line. Well, Josh
0: Allen is Josh Allen, but that's the only guy on that defensive line.
1: They need a they need a big boy in the middle, is what I'm getting at. They had picks?
0: In- I, I need to look up how many picks Jacksonville has this year oh, because they got some issues. They need they have the talent, but they need a couple of more pieces. You know what I mean? Like you need probably a corner. You need one of each at every position.
1: One top. You got
0: one, you just need another. But with that, you got to talk about like the Dolphins. The Dolphins going to make a run at it. The Dolphins are the whole thing with Tua can't throw it deep. I think he blew that out of the water this year already. Anyway, they got they got a squad over there. They turned Laramie Tunsil into Tyree Kill, Bradley Chubb, and Jalen Waddle.
1: Jeez, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time.
0: He's actually pretty good in uh, Houston, but that trade, what Houston made to get Laramie Tunsil... That that built the Dolphins.
1: And look, I like Miami to give Buffalo a challenge. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard when they go back when they meet up again up in Buffalo in December.
0: They have one of each in the first round, two fourth rounds, fifth, the Jags, and the seventh.
1: She said one in the first
0: one second, one third, two fourths, a fifth, and a seventh.
1: They could do some work with that. Yep. My, the first thing I would address, though, is definitely defensive front. I, I would get a big-time interior defensive lineman. I'd, I'd say, big, like,
0: if there was a tower Winderbaum-type center in this class, I would have said go him first round, but they don't have one of those this year. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I go get myself that big boy
1: from Georgia. There you go. There you go.
0: What's his name, Lorenzo Carter?
1: I think Lorenzo Carter came out came out a while ago. Oh. Wow. Let me look up Georgia DT then.
0: I'm forgetting what his name is.
1: I mean, really, you can't go wrong. Jalen Carter. Is that it? There you go. Jalen Carter. Is it Jalen Carter? Yes, it is.
0: See, I knew it was a someone Jay Carter. I knew it was a Carter. I got the wrong Carter. My bad. But you're like... Uh,
1: yep, that's Jags, it.
0: The Jags building a squad. The Dolphins built the squad. Tampa's, Tampa's running in the, the X-Men pile right now. They can't figure yeah, out what the hell I- they're doing.
1: I'm I'm so curious as to how they're gonna do this with no Shaq Barrett on the pass rush. Um this offense, that offense, man, I have so many questions right now, dude. I
0: let it out, safe space. Let's hear it.
1: I mean, I liked what Warren Sapp said, to be honest with you. I think one to better. I what he said about I would take the C off of his chest. Yes, I completely agree.
0: Devin, Devin White's only relevant play in the last two years is pulling a guy on the horse collar and taking out his knee.
1: Now, the other thing, too, is did you see what happened when the media was allowed in the locker room today?
0: No, I did not. What happened?
1: So the media wanted to talk. To It was an open mic for everybody. They went to go talk to Devin White. Devin White said no comment. He was completely silent. Trade the,
0: request coming. Did he sign an extension?
1: He's still in his rookie deal.
0: Mm, trade request coming.
1: Now he hasn't requested a trade. Cause isn't the trade. No, ball- I,
0: like no, he won't when when the rookie contract comes up, dude. Cause I believe he still has a fifth year option.
1: Cause the thing is, is he's been ripped a new one by Todd Bowles, Warren Sapp. Todd Bowles specifically said in his interview after the Pittsburgh game that a lot of guys are living off the luxury of having won a Super Bowl. Devin White is one of the guys he's talking about.
0: So, someone asked me last week what, what I thought was wrong with the Bucks, And I'm going to say it here, the same thing I told them. I said, they have the whole thing. Tom Brady missed training camp for the most part. He took that time off in August, missed the preseason. Then he had the whole off-field thing. Then you have... Chris Godwin beefing with Leonard Fournette after Mike Evans fought Marshawn Lattimore on the plane ride home. Godwin Fournette and White beefed big time on that, and it got caught on camera. Then you have Brady's marriage thing going to hell. Then he's not playing. He's not practicing the week of the Steelers game because he went to Robert Crest's wedding. Then he didn't fly with the team the Saturday that came. Then he's yelling out his teammates for not playing well against Pittsburgh.
1: (laughs) He practiced. He didn't. He wasn't there Friday, and he didn't. He missed the walkthrough. But okay, go. so
0: missed the walkthrough everything. But then he goes and he calls out his teammate, yelling at his teammates on Sunday, like if they're not there every day, and he's going to do whatever he has to do. At forty-five, it's understandable. You got other things you got to take care of, but you got to be holding everyone accountable and not just them and not yourself. Then the defense is just a walking lazy butt. The defense is like, eh. We're gonna take some plays off. Carlton Davis is living and holding a one legged Michael Thomas has no catches in the playoffs. Sean Murphy bunting's like, hey, we're still good guys. Yeah, no, you're not. Um, yeah, he's 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 Jamel Dean is the only good corner on the Bucks right now. Let's be real, Jamel Dean is the only corner playing good.
1: Thank and you.
0: Antoine Winfield and Antoine Winfield has a couple bad plays here and there. Mike he Edwards a- still nothing. thinks he's still good after the James pick six. And he hasn't he he just like hey we're good. We're gonna just chill around.
1: There are certain aspects that I think that he def that is, are definitely missing because I thought that they should have extended Jordan Whitehead, but I think Jordan No, Whitehead- they're missing
0: Whitehead bad. You see you have you seen the New York Jets play? Their
1: defense is like top ten right now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. See my thing is it's it not
0: was- just Whitehead, but you know, to play a sauce and G- uh God, I'm forgetting his name, it's like DJ White. No. He came from Seattle, the guy who came over from Seattle over to New York. Oh my gosh, you know what I'm talking about? There's a guy who came over from Seattle. I gotta look it up now, but
1: but yeah, what I was saying
0: is like Jordan Jordan Whitehead is that veteran guy now who's know how to win, who's teaching the rest of the guys. Uh, right, that's what we gotta do, guys.
1: Yeah, no, it's I thought I felt like he should have been paid. I think Bruce Arians was Bruce Arians was messing with him and holding him back because honestly. He voiced his frustrations after the NFC divisional round against the Rams, and Jordan Whitehead was saying DJ hey.
0: Reed, that's one thing.
1: Okay, yeah, that's the guy. But yeah, Jordan Whitehead was saying like he should have been on the field for that play where Cooper Cup caught it deep because he said if he'd have been on the field, that would have never happened. Who did he burn? Mike Edwards or Antoine? He, he burned Winfield. So it wasn't okay, Winfield, yeah. Because he was that's where Jordan Whitehead was saying he should have been on the field for that, but he was on the sideline. Like I said, dude, they 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 fumbled the bag. Bruce Arians fumbled the bag with that one.
0: Okay, it's not like Jordan Whitehead this year. He's got forty-two tackles, four passes defended, no sacks, no forced fumbles, and no picks. But he's He's, not getting gassed.
1: He's gonna get himself a pick here soon.
0: Because against the East, actually, does have a pick. Or that career?
1: He has a pick. He got one in Tampa. Yeah, no,
0: cool. this year, uh, breakaway season one pick. Yeah, forty-two total tackles, twenty-five solos, seventeen assists, one pick, four pass deflected. So yeah, he's not like he's playing bad. I'm gonna pick St. Antoine Winfield. Got now. Nah, I'm looking this up. I I'm gonna break down the Buck safeties because they had the same issue the other NFC South team. This is why I was kind of upset with the NFC South. You're the worst team in the, NFC, in the NFC and the NFL entirety. And you didn't either sell to get picks to rebuild your teams, and you didn't buy guys to get your teams better. You just said, All right, we're calling it a wash on the year, essentially. And we're just rolled. we have an end in mediocrity.
1: Yeah, the thing is, is someone from this division has to go to the playoffs.
0: <laughs> it's going to be like how Washington ended up playing Tampa that one year because it won the division. It's going to be like
1: that. It's insane. I don't. I'm just. All right.
0: Winfield's got 39 tackles, three sacks, a force fumble, two pass defended, and one pick. Interesting. But not the point.
1: The other thing, too, that's interesting here is the fact that the Giants GM said he was open to talking to Odell Becker. Mm hmm. But right now, some people are saying Odell Beckham's debating right now between the Bills Giants and the Cowboys, and the, Giants and the Bills. They said the Cowboys coming. I don't know about that though. I wouldn't go to Dallas.
0: I wouldn't go to Dallas if he goes to Dallas. I'd feel terrible for CD Lamb because Dak already ignores him enough.
1: Dak's just like, gets- imagine
0: being the same, the top receiver on that team by a mile. Who's open half ninety percent of the time. And your quarterback throws it to the tight ends 20 times a game.
1: And it, yeah, see, here's my thing, too. Jerry Jones drafted CeeDee Lamb as the wide receiver number one, but yeah, he's bringing in wide receiver number ones to help this offense fluctuate. What I happened to no, the police no. in your guy? It's not
0: even that. Jer- Jerry Jones drafted him to be the one, but they don't play. Hit- Mike McCarthy refuses to let him play outside the slot, is what he was meant to do and what he was killing people in Oklahoma at.
1: I'm telling you, you guys are gonna tell you Saints are gonna get a first round pick for Sean Payton.
0: Oh no! If you saw like if Bradley Chubb went for a first, imagine how much Bradley Chubb, who's who's had significant injuries in his career. Imagine what a head coach goes for nowadays in this this inflation market.
1: Listen, John Gruden went for went for first two first in 2002. two thousand and two, two first and two seconds.
0: And 0-2. And yep. nowadays, coaches are hard to come back. We see it these days. <clears throat> Nathaniel Hackett, <clears throat> Brandon Steele, Dan Santana Bowles.
1: Now, the other thing, too, is Oakland didn't do anything with those either, which is insane. Uh, will the Saints do something with that? We'll see. So I, mean- I
0: think if, if the picks that they get for Sean Payton – they're going to keep one and trade the rest is what I think is what's going to happen. I think one of the first is guaranteed getting traded to go get a quarterback. Unless the, if unless Hendon Hooker somehow falls whatever the pick they have.
1: Whatever pick the Cowboys have?
0: No. Well, that's to say if I think he's probably going to get end up... I think he wants to go to LA. Or Dallas. With the Chargers. Because the Chargers... Keenan Allen is not healthy. Mike Williams is out for a, like a, over a month.
1: Oh, you're saying Sean Payton wants to go there. Okay.
0: Yeah, Sean Payton, I'm saying he's going to end up in either I could see I Sean wouldn't Payton I, I wouldn't touch Harden. the 49ers first round pick because it's going to be a, probably a 20s pick, but the Chargers first round and the Cowboys first rounds might be a little more appealing.
1: I could see Sean Payton with Justin Herbert and I could see that really working. He was
0: he was watching Herbert in the uh Broncos Chargers Monday night game the other week.
1: Mhm. I could see that working out very well for Justin Herbert in his development. You think like Justin Herbert if Justin Herbert could really tap into his potential. He reminds me no he reminds me of a very young Dan Marino.
0: I I don't know what Justin uh, Justin Herbert reminds me of because he's like a tank who's got a cannon but he's accurate.
1: Dan Marino.
0: Well, I didn't watch Dan Marino. So I don't know what the hell Dan Marino looked like.
1: So when we finish, I when we finish, I have here, to go
0: watch Dan Marino highlights. Yeah, yeah, that's what you'll
1: exactly. see. I'm mm-hmm. lazy. No, you're not lazy. You're not lazy. All but right.
0: With that being said, let's move mm-hmm. on over.
1: Exactly. He read my mind. So the SEC West is on, not West. Well, West is too, essentially. But the SEC the East SEC. line this weekend between Tennessee and Georgia.
0: I think we mentioned this in the NFL portion. I said if Hendon Hooker wins, he is He's guaranteed a to Heisman. Heisman, no matter whatever the hell CJ Stroud does. He is. A top five pick lock, no mm. matter if he doesn't win the national championship. And Tennessee is guaranteed the top spot, no, even if they lose the SEC championship. I think if they if they beat Georgia, but they lose to Alabama in the SEC championship, Tennessee. I still no, think get in. I, I think Florida. it'll be one two, Tennessee Alabama, even even though Alabama Alabama won the championship game. Because Tennessee beat them and also Georgia, strength of schedule would say Tennessee would be ranked number one still. Mm-hmm. Well, unless Ohio State goes undefeated, then Ohio State would go one, Georgia two, Alabama three. Either TCU, if TCU wins out. Is it TCU or Kansas State? TCU. If TCU wins out or Clemson wins out, they will be four.
1: I could see. See, my thing, the problem I have with the Big 12 is TCU lose no, when they're not supposed to lose late in the season.
0: Wait, if that it happens, would... then the Georgia will get left out, which it would depend on if, you know, if Georgia has that one loss compared to, let's say, uh, undefeated Clemson, TCU. Do
1: mm-hmm.
0: you have those two undefeated teams or Georgia? Right. With the one loss. Yeah. That would be the question to be had.
1: I can be honest with you. I'm banking on the fact that I think Tennessee – not Tennessee. I'm banking on the fact that I think TCU will lose again. Or I'm pretty sure, wait, I'm pretty sure they, they have one loss already. So, yeah, I think, Tennessee, I think TCU will lose again at some point. They always do that. Oklahoma State essentially is basically destined for – yeah, what, what are the playoff destinations this year? Oklahoma State is done. Yeah. What are the playoff destinations this year? I have no never... idea. Is it the Rose Bowl? No, because last year it was Miami – and TCU is undefeated. It was Miami, Miami Colorado,
0: Tarleton
1: so this year, State. This year, year the the Rose Bowl Bowl and the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl this year. So, yeah. I don't the, think so. Okay, so
0: TCU is beating Colorado, Tarleton State, wherever the hell that is. SMU, number 18, Oklahoma, 19, Kansas, 8, Oklahoma State, 17, Kansas State, and West
1: Virginia. And they lost one, right? Nope. Oh, no. they
0: Kansas State is who you're thinking of.
1: Okay, yeah. See, when does TCU play Kansas State? Are they already Give, I Give me a they're
0: second. I got to pull back up. They already played them, I think. They already beat they're Kansas they're already State beat two weeks ago. What's remaining for TCU is Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, Iowa State, and the Big 12 champions. So you have that, but then you also have.
1: They they'll probably end up losing two of those games, honestly. I wouldn't be shocked if Texas
0: beats them out of nowhere.
1: Exactly, it wouldn't surprise me either. Now for the big. Wow, well,
0: t- Clemson, Clemson's got Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, a, and South Carolina.
1: I see Notre Dame trip to South Bend being an upset alert.
0: I would have them on upset, but it depends on which DJ shows up.
1: I agree. I agree. Miami, they can beat Miami. South Carolina... Louisville,
0: I think they can handle Louisville, and I don't oh, think yeah. Spencer Rattler is going to survive the defense.
1: South Carolina is going to put up a fight, but South Carolina is not beating them. South Carolina is nope. still probably two or three more years away.
0: So yeah. that then comes down to if you would have some hypothetical if Ohio... not Ohio State... If assuming Ohio State wins out, mm-hmm. Tennessee loses to Georgia, but Georgia loses to Alabama in the championship. Then you would have three one-loss SEC teams. You'd have Ohio State undefeated. No, and then you'd have well, one-loss
1: Michigan. Then, you, well, there.
0: Ohio State gave me some confidence that they beat Michigan because they 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 got they put into a dogfight with Penn State. But then they figured out how to put on the Jets and win a close game, which is what you want to see from teams when you want to see if they would go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you're like, Okay, so that's a positive with Ohio State and gives me some confidence that they can handle Michigan.
1: So, mm, I don't know, dude. I want I, to see if
0: Michigan can handle Marvin Harrison Jr.
1: Hey, look. We're going to see. I don't know, man. Michigan, I—that's not to be slept on. That because anything can happen in a rivalry game. The only that's thing I—the thing I got going for Ohio State right now is the fact that it is in Columbus, and the fact that they are not satisfied with the fact that they let one slip against Michigan. So we—that's going to be tough at the end. It's going to be a lot That right-
0: is November twenty-six, one o'clock.
1: Yeah, see, November 26th, one o'clock the game. Oh yeah. By the way, also two, couple of things. Florida State, Miami, and primetime this weekend.
0: We said this uh last night, FSU's gonna throw up them.
1: Yeah, Florida State, I believe, is favored by 17 and a half points. I believe it was. Florida I gotta State, look that 10. now. Florida State's favored by let's see, Florida State is favored by seven and a half this weekend. Yep. And With then
0: fifty two percent on Miami. Uh yeah, 52 52- percent of the bets are Miami.
1: And then at the same time too, Florida State's also favored by four and a half against Florida.
0: I think um you know I would want to say Florida State comes out and just handles Florida, but Florida's been putting up fights when yeah. they need to and then they get to their- not Putting up
1: fights. The- Thankfully for Florida State that that game is in Tallahassee this year. Florida State, I think, can go down to Miami and win this year too. Um, this is going to be Mike Norvell's first trip to Miami because he didn't coach in the 2020 game because he had COVID. So And also, too, the Marching Chiefs aren't going, by the hmm. way. Normally make the trip. They aren't going this year. So there's that. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, and I'll say this about Florida State and Miami. I know you might be too young to remember it, but folks don't realize, like, how big of a game this used to be and how much used to ride on this game. Like, this game.
0: the ACC was competitive?
1: Not even when it was the ACC. We're talking, like, back when Florida State was an independent and Miami was in the Big East or when Florida State was in the ACC and when Miami was in the Big East. Like, this they had is to bring before. back the big East this is before they became conference mates like Florida like Miami we would put this game at noon on purpose just for the heat index
0: hmm I'm not
1: surprised because they oh because they wanted my they wanted Florida State to feel it I don't think Alabama's all that good this year go ahead Ace. <laughs> What'd you take, weed on this one? <laughs> uh,
0: I was going to let the gentleman go first.
1: Oh, no. I mean, I, I was going to say I said you, but I mean. Um,
0: I, I saw a healthy Bryce Young handle Mississippi State
1: with only six incompletions. I'll say this with this. I'll, the smart teams, and I say this all the time about my family, the smart teams tend to win – on Saturday the teams that are consistently there in the end that can make the better they can make that last play make that hard catch give that extra inch are typically the teams that tend to win on Saturday Alabama is that Alabama may not have so to say the ability to handle everybody but they make the plays at the end when they need to make the plays and for the Texas AM and m game, Alabama made the plays. Jimbo had a bad play call. He made a very horrible play call. Yep. We
0: what had a, a nice discussion on that.
1: Yeah, and then you got to think about the Texas game. The heat in, they Texas asked for a 12 o'clock kickoff against Alabama. And then on top of that factor in, Texas played way, 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 way over their heads against Alabama. Let Texas do that. When they go to Tuscaloosa, I believe that's next year. I guarantee you, Texas ain't going to put up the same fight that they put up this past year when they go to Tuscaloosa. They will not.
0: Well, I think Jalen Melrose will be playing that game next year because it's safe to say Bryce leaving this year.
1: Yeah, he is. And and then the other thing, too, is give Alabama time. They're going to develop somebody, so... Like they, they'll mm-hmm. be Alabama will be ready. And, guys- at,
0: and Alabama was a Jameer Gibbs uh, drop away from beating Tennessee. Miss Tennessee. There
1: you go. I mean, the games are
0: close. It's just you can't win every close game. So yeah, you
1: you can't. I'm just saying. And I'm just
0: saying. I don't think they're gonna win it this year. Oh, win it this year. I I don't. Top. Yeah, I
1: think they gonna win it this I year. wouldn't say
0: with conviction that they would win this year. I'm just saying, like against LSU, I expect them to beat them.
1: Yeah, but it will probably be close. But again,
0: yeah, it, LSU will hand, hand hang around because for some reason Jaden Daniels is, uh, like, like I said, Nordstrom
1: version of Anthony Richardson. <laughs> now, the thing with that is, is, I'm not gonna count Alabama out because Alabama could definitely be a different team from the sec championship when they see tennessee again but at the same time too I, I wouldn't be surprised if alabama punched the west and they lost the sec championship it might just be one of those years where alabama just doesn't get in it might be this
0: is this is just a year where you know you've you've gotten spoiled with alabama for the last i want to say five yeah. years if i'm going back right who was the first one who came out? Since the, no, three years. We've been spoiled for the last three years when Ruggs and Judy came out. Yeah. So Judy would so take three more years. So six years. You've been spoiled with Alabama receivers for six years. You've had OE talent coming out with those guys, just wrecking college football since with Judy, Ruggs, and then you had Smith and Waddle, then Jamison and Mechie for the next two after that where – yeah, consistent we play where this year you're like, what uh they're not exactly they're, they're good, but they're not to that level of good.
1: It's it's been a slight drop off, and guys still there's those guys are still maturing into what they can be. They've yeah. just they've been thrown into the fire very early. And I think over time they will they've been spoiled with Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody's been spoiled with Alabama since 2009. They had one lackadaisical year in twenty eleven and then LSU came along in 2019 and derailed it and then Auburn basically knocked him out of it. This feels like one of those years, like 2019, honestly, if you ask me, where I feel like you could see Alabama lose two and not end up in the playoff. All right.
0: Like if you look at the game against Tennessee, right? The leading receiver for Alabama was a lot the tight end. Your Corey <laughs> Brooks was your second receiving leader with six for seventy nine. I don't even think there was a single game outside of the game against Sauce Gardner where Jameson Williams had under 50 yards. Sure, so fact. it's just like, to Ashton's point, like Album is not all that this year. It's just the talent level is just a decrease.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But watch next year. They'll just pull in a five star freshman receiver who just comes out and just does random nonsense.
1: Or they get. Or they're, I'm sure
0: they redshirted someone that might. Remembering, so that's just like oh yeah, you're you're just gonna destroy everybody next next year.
1: Look, they got recruits. They're gonna find someone in the portal likely, like they found Jameer Gibbs.
0: And they were in on Addison too this year. Let's not like forget about that. Like yeah. Addison to Alabama this year was a possibility. He just chose Lincoln Riley. Like, yeah, see. saying that out loud sounds weird. Choosing Lincoln Riley over Nick Saban, but
1: look, people want to go out to California, dude.
0: Yeah, the Cali, the Cali people are so much better than Alabama people. Let's be real. When I say people, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know. All uh, right. Jeez. But with that, I love how you beat me to it. So, um, so as this as this actually happens. Game three, or no, got game three. Game four is actually being played right now on Fox. I don't know why. I just went to TBS to try to find it. But game four is being being, being played right it now. It's zero, 0-0, zero, though. It's on Fox. 0-0, zero, zero, bottom of the third. My thing is the Phillies did what they did to the Astros last night and Lance McCullough. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we got here. Y'all got tickets for a Florida Classic game unless y'all want to sell them beat. be... Oh, yeah, I already got mine. I got mine on homecoming.
0: I don't even think I'll be around in Florida that weekend.
1: Yeah, dude, it's, um... That's the 19th. If you haven't... This is actually worthy of Hot Topics right here. If you haven't looked at it yet, folks, you might want to go get your Florida Classic tickets because outside of end zone seats and one little small section on family sideline those tickets are basically gone and so, we
0: know it's not but then cookman fans who are taking those seats
1: dude, i i i urge you to go to ticketmaster right now go to the ticketmaster right ticketmaster app right now type in florida classic tickets and look at the seating chart and look at both sidelines. It is night and day. Like it you would think I'm I'm honestly to the of the impression right now. One moment, please. It's nice and slow loading. I'm of the impression I don't think there's any Bethune fans going to this game this year. The battle of the bands is nearly sold out. Wow. It is night. Ni- hold it, hold up on the screen. Hold it up.
0: Give me a second. I'm trying to drop it so I'll make it bigger.
1: Yes. It is bad. Like no, there's like damn near no. Like Beth- I said,
0: I don't think there's many Bethune Cookman fans going to this game.
1: They're, dude, it's it's a shame. Like it's bad, bad. Like I've never seen. Let's any... Let's see box. how much is a uh, front row seat on the Bethune
0: Cookman side. It's like $55. fifty five
1: dollars, fifty bucks,
0: seventy bucks to get like the very front.
1: There's a couple. And some end zone seats are forty bucks. On the family side. You see, you know what? You and your brother, you you and Flash might as well just buy some tickets and make the trip down.
0: Yeah, if only the magic were playing, I'm gonna gone to the magic game right after.
1: I think did the magic play?
0: No, they have the magic on the road because they know Orlando will be busy with the uh, Florida Cat Classic.
1: Yeah, because I know they're not the Magic won't be at home Friday night because that's the battle of the bands. But yeah, dude, that's no, that's... they
0: they they sent them on the road. The NBA sent them on the road so. Purposely. the city can handle it
1: purposely. My thing is I remember a few years ago, the magic, the Florida classic was played at like two 30. The magic played at seven. And then the UCF game against Cincinnati where game day was there one year started at eight. That was the busiest I'd ever seen Orlando for that weekend. That was insane, And
0: I'm sure we had the, all the people for Disney and universal.
1: Of course, of course. So yeah,
0: those usuals. And then you had all the extras. My thing You're is, I couldn't get a hotel at all.
1: Thankfully, I did in advance. Thankfully, thankfully, Orlando is not like Tallahassee where you got to rush to find a hotel here or there because it's such limited space. In Orlando, you have a wide variety of hotels you can choose from with good rates because there are theme parks. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, dude, yeah, Speaking it's gonna
0: be of Orlando. Um, they have Marco Fultz's out of a boot. Really? They desperately need him. They do. I was watching the game against uh, Oklahoma City last night. And you're like, ah, I'm sure it's the common trend with that team this year is they keep it competitive up until the fourth quarter, and when they're if they're winning in the fourth quarter and it's not like a twenty point blowout, they're like, oh, sorry guys, um, Victor. He gets a phone call and it says Victor on it. Mm-hmm. The team just starts tanking. They stop trying, and it's so blatantly obvious they're tanking. It's like, like why? Because the mistakes and things that they're doing are like, hmm. The NBA came out, right, and they said they don't want to allow tanking. So you're like, okay, well, we're going to keep the games closed for three quarters, and in the fourth quarter, we're going to tank by playing a bunch of forwards at point guard.
1: So let's go ahead and look at this right now. As it stands right now, the Magic are not playing tonight. But if you look at the standings, the Magic are actually last place in the East. The NBA,
0: another last in the NBA, one and seven.
1: Well, they're the down. NBA. They have a
0: seven-game home stand.
1: The Rockets are, war- yeah, the Rockets are bad too.
0: Well, we know that it's going to be a two-man race for that. Except the Rockets are getting mad with uh Jabari Smith bad,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: a team that we were mentioning last night, the Miami Heat, man. The Magic are one and seven with the Rockets. Both at one and seven. The Miami Heat are three and five. Miami
1: Heat have been playing like absolute dog crap. And you, I, you say that, and I say this. With you got to take, you got to take some and give some with these NBA early season records. Some of it is just you know, relax. Don't over. No,
0: Calgary hasn't been good.
1: I still, I say, relax. It's a long season. It's a long season. The magic.
0: Wait, no. It said there was a comment, but there was no new comment.
1: No. Oh. But yeah, no, relax. It's early. It's still early. But now I'm going to say this. Right? Another hot
0: topic thing before we get into, Thanksgiving's like two weeks away, man.
1: You know what was, it's never too early
0: to talk about your favorite dish. Well, I was going to say uh, Kyrie and the Nets are going to donate a half a mil each to uh, causes and organizations that eradicate hate and, and intolerance for antisem- anti-Semitism. So, yeah. I mean, 500k for Kyrie is, like pocket change, but like, still. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he's not getting completely canceled like some other people out there. <clears throat>
1: Now, see, I need. I still need to ask you this right here, though.
0: Favorite Thanksgiving dish? Okay. Um. Hmm. That's a
1: good question. Can I just say the plate? Yeah, just say what you gonna put on the plate. <laughs> what you gonna put on the plate? Just say that.
0: All right. I was gonna just say the plate straight out, man. Like everything on the plate. I don't remember what the hell's on the plate. You don't remember what's on the plate, but you well, just I know the- my smoked turkey my macaroni uh what else you got the rolls you got the pie but that's roll. later on
1: rolls Oh,
0: like, you know the usual rolls like the dinner rolls
1: okay so a bread roll okay got yeah it.
0: bread rolls
1: got it. um mashed potatoes you eat mashed potatoes no, i make it oh you make it oh oh
0: i have a fancy oh. soul
1: what do you do Oh, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cut this up right here. I'm gonna have to share this with. I'm gonna have to share this with, with a few ladies. I'm like he knows know how to cook now. <laughs> let us know what time you. Let us know what time you you cook and so we can we can be all, over there. Do you are you cooking? Will it be done? Will it be done at the end of the Lions game or will it be done at the end of the Cowboys game? Uh, probably third quarter of the Lions game. Okay, that sounds good enough. So that's like four o'clock. That sounds that sounds legit.
0: Actually, no. If it's third quarter, the four o'clock, then probably halftime.
1: Okay, so for almost four o'clock. So you about ready right yeah. about two o'clock. Yeah,
0: anytime between three and four.
1: Okay, makes sense. Now for me, what I put on the plate is the mac and cheese, the greens, the corn. Oh yeah, the greens.
0: I forgot to say it.
1: Definitely the cornbread, um, and then I get the Popeyes cornbread. I get the Popeye's Turkey, but instead of putting it in the oven, I take it outside and I smoke it on the grill for about two hours. But at the same time too, before I take it out there, I am I take the Zatarans crab boil juice. I pour that on the turkey and I pour it inside the turkey. And then I'm also seasoning the turkey again with Old Bay so it's got like a seafood vibe to it. But why and would you it's... want seafood on a turkey? Dude, look, don't knock it till you try it.
0: I I won't knock it, but I'm like, seafood on a turkey.
1: Not seafood, just a seafood seasoning.
0: But that's obey pretty solid though. I can't complain exactly. with obey. Obey, okay. obey, obey got make everything decent when it comes to food. Ooh.
1: I'm telling you, try it. Now, nah, what, what you
0: gotta do it? is when you make a fish, right? You gotta put it on the coals, but you need some salt butter. Some old bay and some cilantro. Yes.
1: Yes. Exactly. But that's not
0: for Thanksgiving. It got me off topic. I'll be talking about old bay now. Know,
1: but, but back but...
0: onto the tracks now. For the turkey, you got to go uh, Cajun butter.
1: I oh, yeah, I use that too. Mean,
0: now you got, now you said you said old bay. I'm actually saying the thing. Do we actually put old bay? Because I think it is.
1: The jittering stuff, though. You
0: got to Yeah, but it. we do the uh, Cajun butter. Cajun butter injected in, yes. so it for like from eight, eight o'clock to like three.
1: Yeah, see, that's how you do it, dude. Like, I'm. Yeah, I'm so- we'll talk
0: more about that when it come closer to Thanksgiving, man. We'll talk about it for the Thanksgiving Eve episode.
1: And then, of course, the pie. Oh yes. The pie is the icing on the on the cake. Uh, and
0: cake, I bake my cake.
1: But let's go ahead and dive into this. You know. Fantasy start em or sit them for this week. So here we go. As it comes up,
0: yeah, here, you boy in. your boy sitting number one in the uh fantasy football league penalty talk league. Wow, thoroughly oh thrashing the number two seed. Start,
1: start Justin Fields, Justin Herbert. Just oh, wait, why is just if you Her- say another
0: just? I'm about to oh. say, would just start anybody with name, justin, justin
1: Fields Justin Herbert, Tua, and Aaron Rodgers this weekend. Well, Detroit's secondary is garbage, so
0: if Lazard plays, I'd say start Rodgers, if not, I'd hold off on it.
1: Mm-hmm. I can see why they say start two. Start Tua against a bad Bear secondary. Start Justin Herbert against a bad Falcon secondary. Start Justin Fields against the Dolphin secondary. I don't know about that. I think this is because I'm, I guess they're hoping Claypool plays this week. And then Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he's going to carve up the Lions. So Aaron Rodgers is going to get his first win. They're saying sit Matthew Stafford against the Bucks defense. Sit Jared Goff against the Packers defense.
0: They say that. But when you think about it, the only guys who are gonna give him trouble is probably, wait, how many sacks Tryon Anshienka got this year?
1: I'm not sure, but he's made his presence felt in the times that he has made. Play.
0: Yeah, I'd say the only guys that are gonna give him trouble is um, God, I'm forgetting his name. Was a... I'm completely blanking on his name. The defensive tackle Vita Vitavea Vita Vea, and yeah, I
1: forget his name. Is big in the house. How do you forget his name He's big as a house? (laughs) I don't know. For some reason,
0: I was uh, thinking um, DeMonte Pecco. Don't ask me why I was thinking that was his name. Mm. But then you have uh, David White and Levante David, I guess, without Shaq Barrett. If it was Shaq Barrett wasn't playing, I would have been hesitant. But also with Cooper, Cooper Cup being injured, I don't know what the hell the Rams are doing this week against the Bucks. I mean, you, you said, don't play your best running back because they have a guy named Ronnie Rivers, whoever the hell that is, as their starting running back.
1: They said that Cooper Cup's going to play this weekend, and Van Jefferson's off IR.
0: Eh, that would be interesting. Uh, the Rams, I, I would dump anybody on the Rams not named Cooper Cup.
1: You got a point. Now, for... As far as running backs, as far as starting them goes, you got Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Raheem Mozart, Tyler Algier. I pumped
0: the brakes on Algier and Moster.
1: Well, Algier's playing the Chargers defense, so yeah, I don't know why you would start him.
0: No, I wasn't going to say because of that. I would have said because Cordero Patterson's off IR. Well, he's activated the practice, but I think he'll be back after this week or next week.
1: Yeah, Raheem Mozart. You can and, see
0: and I want to see what they use with Jeff Wilson, how the usage is going to split between Mostert and Wilson. Mm-hmm. Most is 31. I don't know how the hell he's running so good. He ain't like a Frank Gore-type player. So. Continue.
1: So as far as sitting, they say sit James Robinson, sit Daryl Henderson, sit Brian Robinson, sit Kenyon Drake.
0: I wouldn't touch anybody in the Baltimore backfield, Would you not see? even because they're playing the Saints. It's just because oh, one yeah. week it's it's Gus Edwards getting like eighteen carries, and next week is Kenyon Drake getting eighteen carries, and you're like, make up your mind. It's as yeah. annoying as the Chiefs backfield is.
1: Honestly, the the Ravens have no true starting running back. And I think this would be a good time where Hendricks could have came in and explained to us why that is.
0: Man, I don't even know what happened to Hendricks. Hendricks disappeared on us.
1: I, I spoke to him. He's. I, I'll tell you about that when we get off the air.
0: Yeah, we need Hendricks to come on and talk about these Ravens.
1: Yeah, we do. We need him to talk about why Lamar ain't been paid yet.
0: Amen on that. Amen. Gotta get an it, get it. Amen.
1: Amen. Then I got an
0: amen set.
1: I really need to put a choir sound in this background thing, one of these days. Uh, As far as wide receivers goes, as far as starting them, start Keenan Allen. Nope, he's out. Start start Juju Smith. Keenan Keenan Allen's
0: gonna be rolled out. Tanya's that now. He said the hamstring flared up during the bye week. Keenan Allen will be out. So is Mike Williams. So if you have Joshua Palmer, you start Joshua Palmer. And my dumb self picked up Alan Lazard over Joshua Palmer this week. Somebody else
1: picked. The Schuster, also Tyler Boyd, and Chris Olave.
0: I would pump the brakes on Juju because I don't know how. Well, this week I guess Juju's fine, but next week I want to see what how Kadarius Tony coming for that number one spot. I, I I truly believe Kadarius Tony will be the number one by this time. This season's over.
1: My thing is people believe in Kadarius Tony. Like, I knew he wasn't going to be that good coming out. No,
0: like, he's been when healthy and he's been on the field. He's been good. Like, he's been actually really good. It's just he hasn't been on the field and the Giants just – I don't think that was a good fit for him.
1: You got to make – I still need to be a believer because even when he was at Florida, like, he was good making plays, but it was just moments where I was like, can this guy really transition well to the pros?
0: Well, imagine a guy with the name of Andy Reid, who took a guy who's really fast and really shifty, with his name being Terry Kill, coming out of uh, what Western Alabama or Southern Alabama, mm-hmm. and actually making him rub him by catching short balls first and letting him do work, and then letting him go deep, catching balls off script, and doing work. Yeah, we'll
1: see.
0: <laughs> he ain't a believer. I'll be a believer in it.
1: We'll see. Uh, as far as Damn. sit Allen Robinson, sit Robert Woods. Wow, Robert Woods still plays. Sit Isaiah McKenzie. Sit Garrett Wilson. They say sit. No, nah, on-
0: don't, don't. Well, Garrett Wilson is a low-end flex, but um the rest of them, yeah. All
1: right. And then one final thing before we get out of here tonight, too. We're going to talk about KD saying he's shocked by Steve Nash's exit. But why he literally
0: asked Joe's side to pick him between him and Steve Nash this off season. I don't know why he's acting like he's surprised. He didn't expect him to do it mid season. But we'll see what um Mister Eme does. I would have called a nickname for that, but I had to stop myself.
1: You're horrible. Mr.
0: Grand Canyon, fly down, boy.
1: Oh, my God. You need to stop. You need to stop. (laughs) That's going to do it for us this evening. We hope you've enjoyed this as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Um, You know, as always, you can follow us on all of our social media platforms. As they scroll across the bottom ticker. Uh, be sure to leave comments. Also be sure to make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this video of uh, this video, this page, and all that fun stuff. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, of course, too. Uh Family versus Southern. I don't know what the point of that was. As for Family versus Southern. Oh. But yeah, see so yeah, family Famu and Southern breakdown Saturday at five, starting at five. Kickoff's at six, so make sure you're here an hour ahead of time. Uh, we're gonna get a, a good 30 minutes in, or however long the people keep me talking for, and hopefully leading leading up to kickoff, and then we're back after the game to discuss what happened, what went right, what went wrong. Time is flying by. My gosh, it seems like just yesterday we started the season and I was talking about fam you and UNC. We're yeah, now all- the season's
0: um, almost done. Yeah, which means like- the semester is almost done. <laughs>
1: it's it's, it's insane it's like i'm doing
0: whoa don't mind me i'm just happy school's almost done
1: now it's like i'm I'm only guaranteed i got two more shows after after this weekend.
0: oh boy it's gonna be such a tragedy we'll have to figure out something
1: what like nap time
0: i don't know we're supposed to have dalton start a hockey podcast but dalton disappeared He had to do his own. He had to take care of himself, which we always emphasize. You got to take care of yourself first, like how Flash did.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: But with that being said, thank you all so much for episode 13. I had to go back and check it. It's episode 13. I fixed it up on the top. Yeah. Up there for the Running Gun Podcast. Uh, We will be back Saturday with him. He'll be back Saturday. Mm-hmm. I will be back. Moi will be back on Tuesday with Flash, who was in the chat today, to Ooh. talk Ooh. potential rants on Monday Night Football and all goodies over there on that. we we'll to do a
1: kind deed for y'all too with the running on podcast. We're gonna carry the season finale up until the week of the Florida Classic, like we did last year.
0: Ooh, special treat.
1: Yeah, so it'll be episode 15 instead of episode 14. That'd be the season What's your favorite team? duo exactly. You're the one and only favorite duo from penalty Talk. The guys that will tell you the truth. Really.
0: JA squad. Yeah. I wouldn't say the AJ squad because then I'll think of Flash <laughs> JP squad. There we go. Exactly. That's also Flash initials. But yeah, yeah uh, thank you for be watching. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, like share, subscribe, go to Twitter. And if you're watching on Twitter, you have to go to the, click the, the picture that looks like that in the avatar, profile picture, take it to the profile, and you click that link in the profile, in the bio, then you go to the channel, and you see that nice little fancy button now that YouTube has for channels, it's a new subscribe button, man, y'all gotta click this, this nice button right here. It'll be right in the circle, big bubble look.
1: I don't think they can see your phone It's so far away.
0: Fine. You see this this right here? You're going to click this button right there. You see that right there? You're going to click it. Hit that button nice and easy. So we can help grow it, and we can make it even better. And we can start new shows.
1: Yes. And as always, folks, y'all take care. Y'all stay safe, stay blessed. We will see you on Saturday.